Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Yes, good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. We come to you again at the start of this new day to, to connect with you, Father, to offer our thanksgiving for the day that has passed and for the day that is to unfold this day. For all the good things that you have given us yesterday and for all your blessings, your mercy that you show on us this day. We thank you, Father, that we are with you and you are with us throughout this day. We thank you, Lord, that through your mercy, we are able to stay in your presence, and not just visit your secret place. We ask for that grace for each of us, Lord, to stay in your presence. So that as we wait on you, as we speak to you, as we have that close relationship with you and we carry it into our workplace, into our families, our homes, and every other thing that we will engage in through this day, you go with us. When you are with us, no one can be against us. We know that in all things, you work for the good of those who love you and whom you have called according to your purpose. We ask, Father, for us to align with that purpose this day. And when we are with you, the peace and the joy that you start to pour into our lives and you keep pouring that your joy might be in us and our joy be made full through answered prayer. We share that very same peace, Father, with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting, with everyone that will pray with this recording, all those that are part of this praying family called by your name, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We share your peace and your joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, with all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. Father, it is our sincere prayer as we release our faith that every one of these might not perish, but might be brought to repentance in accordance with your will, that their hearts be transformed, that the veil of falsehood before their eyes be torn apart, that the mountain that stands in their way, keeping them from seeing your truth, your glory, your radiance, from seeing their Father, that every such obstruction be cut down, that they might receive their gift of salvation, knowing that Jesus died for them too. We thank you, Father. And as we begin our prayer this morning, we call on the name of our Father, the name of our Father, the King, the Maker, the Creator of all, the Rabbi of all ages, the God of patience, the God of love, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. This is what his word says. The God who has blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. And all that he wants of us is our obedience to his will, his perfect will. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, 
the embodiment of that will, the template that he gave for us, to which if we conform and we follow in the steps of Jesus, we have, that we might be able to have and mirror his image, his character. That just as God the Father planned for us, in Genesis 1.26, and he said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. He showed us what that image and likeness is through the template of Jesus that he gave us. Jesus the man. The word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And now, through his word in the Bible, dwells within us and becomes part of our flesh. Making us part by part incorruptible. Through his wisdom, through his anointing, through his grace, and through an understanding of that word. That darkness in that area of our life is replaced by his light that is given through that revelation. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of life, the spirit of the living God, the one who quickens us through whom we have the same resurrection power that Jesus had, so that we are able to die to sin and rise up to a new life of holiness. He is the scepter of the King of Kings, the seal of the age to come. God himself, who came down from heaven to live, to dwell within us, that our bodies might become his temple. And through our constant connection with him, through our prayers, through our worship offered at that temple, we are able to tap into the power that he made available to Jesus after his baptism and spending 40 days in the wilderness. We are able to tap into that same power and we are able to emerge strong and competent to take on spiritual battles just like Jesus did. And he said, at every instance, it is written. We are able to wield the double-edged sword out of our mouths to condemn every tongue that speaks against us. We carry the heritage of the servants of God the Father. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, for the gift of family and friends, for every provision that you have made in our life, for food on our table, shelter over our head, social and family connections. We thank you, Father, for angels and destiny helpers. We thank you, Father, for the gift of your word, your light, your revelation. That when that light comes, the darkness comprehends it not, just as your word in John 1, 5 said. And that darkness has to leave. And no matter how long that darkness has remained in our life, even though for years, one split second of light is more than enough to illuminate our entire being. We thank you, Father, for the gift of prayer. That we are able to pray at will, any time of the day and as much as we want. We are able to connect with you, to tell you our cares and concerns and then to receive from you. From the one who searches our minds and our hearts, 
the one who is able to search the will of the Father, his plan for us, and bring that revelation down to us, the Holy Spirit. We're able to connect with him who lives within us. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. And despite all the mistakes that we keep on making every single day, you do not abandon this temple. You are here to stay. We thank you, Father, that you do not shut your door or your eyes of mercy towards us. You do not turn in anger towards us, but you give us an opportunity through grace to rise up once again. We thank you, Lord, for your everlasting love that you demonstrate to us in so many ways, including favor, not just breakthrough that happens once, but that breakthrough that is repeated again and again, your favor. We thank you, Lord, for your love. That you are unchangeable. The covenants that you make, you do not take them back. You do not go back on your word. You have exalted your word above your name. And it is by that same word, Lord, that we make our prayer this day. We put you in remembrance of what you have mentioned in your word and the covenants that you have given our forefathers in faith through Abraham and through David. And We call on those covenants as we make our case in our prayer to you, knowing that that prayer then will always be an answered prayer. When we release our faith, we thank you, Father. And today, as we reflect on our message for the day, we look at why it is important for us to fulfill our destiny. In Jeremiah 29, verse 11, God says he has plans to prosper us and give us an expected end. That is our destiny. But have you ever thought that this destiny could be tied to others? A significant part of your destiny was shaped by the choices your parents made. And your decisions and choices will affect the destiny of your children. And in fact, generations to come. Some of us move to Australia from overseas. That changes the lives of our future generations. What they would have received overseas as compared to what they would receive here. And it could be better or it could be for the worse, but it will be different. But what if we made the wrong choices? What if we refused to fulfill what was planned and took a different path? Or simply refused to move when we were expected to move? Or were too lazy? Or thought, ourselves, thought of ourselves only? And didn't consider the big picture of our generations to come or others that are connected with us, including our current families? This is true not only in physical and material destiny, but also spiritual destiny. The Bible says, what we sow, that we shall also reap. The 
the lives and the destinies of our families are connected with us, but also those whom God assigns to us. Let's take an example. Joshua played a key role in Israel's history. He was the successor to Moses as Israel's leader and was the one who would lead them into the promised land. But what if he decided to be lazy or simply refused to do anything? What if he chose to run away from every battle that God put him into on the journey into the promised land? The fate of Israel would be at stake, connected with the choices that this one man made. The same applies to each of us today. Our destinies depend on those who are in authority over us, whom God has given authority over us. And it could be the administration of the state, the government. It could also be your local pastor or priest in the church on whom depends the spiritual fate of his community. In this world, you are not alone, but are tied to others' destinies. We would not want our children to suffer and always plan the best for their finances and that of the generations to come. But do we think the same on a spiritual level too? Exodus 34 verse 7 says that God visits the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. Generational curses from the actions of our forefathers can affect our lives. And likewise, our actions or our carelessness can impact the destinies of our generations down the line. And it is the same with blessings as well. For example, through Abraham, his generations were blessed. And likewise, the house of David. Where God said there would always be a successor from his house. After he ordained David as king. Canaan and his generations were cursed by Noah. For a small mistake, Ham made. Your salvation is tied to the person who would minister it to you. Your miracles are tied to the divine connection of a destiny helper. Your deliverance is tied to the man of God who will deliver you. Or likewise, someone else's destiny could be tied to you doing the same to them as a minister. What legacy are you leaving for the destiny of your future generations? In the physical, but also in the spirit. What legacy are you leaving for your spiritual descendants? Whom God has tied to your destiny. The ones whose faith would be inspired through whatever you do through your works. Perhaps their salvation or the success of their ministry depends on your obedience to his will to go to them. Perhaps your role was only to facilitate a prophet who would be raised in your family or prayer group. Perhaps they are to be delivered through your prayer. What you do 
or do not do will affect what happens to them. God could not ordain David as king after he had rejected Saul until Samuel consented. David's destiny was hanging on the prophet Samuel's approval. If he ordained us prophets, then we are not meant to keep the anointing and revelation and the gifts to ourselves. But we are meant to share it for the greater good of others. Their performance and their lives would end up their performance and the lives that they would end up saving also depends on what we impart to them. Am I passing on everything that I have received and I must? Remember Jesus said freely, you have received, freely give. Or would I like to maintain a copyright on my anointing? It's like a team running a relay race, handing down the baton. If the first one drops the baton or simply refuses to run, the entire team loses even before the race. If the second runner refuses to collect the baton out of the selfishness or laziness or being fooled away from faith by the devil, or just simply saying, I have received my salvation, so I don't need to do anything. Then again, the ones coming after him who would receive that baton of faith from him will fail. Think again. Are you blocking others' destinies by your reluctance or fear of carrying the gospel to others? By thinking, what would others say in my workplace or in my friend circle if I spoke about Jesus? By your refusal to cooperate with God or by being self-centered or choosing to stay ignorant of the word of God or by giving too much attention to worldly pleasure at the expense of not sparing time for spiritual growth. If we do not do that to our children, God expects us to not do it to his children too. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. If you want to be saved, think of your neighbor on the same lines too. The fulfillment of their destiny may well depend on what you do with your destiny. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that we are given a clear understanding of what your will is, what your plan for us is. And we ask for the grace to fulfill that destiny, knowing that we are not alone, we are not a standalone project, but we are part of a greater plan of salvation for entire mankind. We ask for that grace, for boldness, and for the spirit of obedience, Father, to fulfill our role and our part, so that as we are saved, 
And as we are blessed, we focus on becoming a blessing to others, knowing that that is part of your plan. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Father. That we are able to rise above and beyond our own personal circumstances, our own personal problems and challenges to look at the bigger picture, the one that you are showing us. We ask for that strengthening in our spirit, Lord. We pray also for our physical and temporal needs, those of our families and our prayer group. Especially all those for whom prayers have been requested. Those that are sick, those that are in hospital, those that will undergo or have recently undergone surgeries. We claim by your stripes and by your wounds, Lord. They are freed from the curse of the law. The accuser has no case against them. They are made righteous by your blood, Jesus. And in your name, by your precious blood, we come against every spirit of infirmity. We curse and bind it and cast it out of their lives right now. Through your precious blood, we lose healing, we lose rebuilding, and we lose health and strength. In your name, Jesus, and under your authority. We pray also for all families that are battling all kinds of forces seeking to separate them. What you have joined together, Lord, let no man separate. We invite you into these homes, which have now somehow become a strange place, although they started with you as love in that home. We ask forgiveness for all the times we have sinned. For all the times we have failed in our love to our families. And we seek that grace and that opportunity for peace and to rebuild that home once again. We invite you, Lord, into these homes for you said you will come in and you will dine with us. You stand at the door knocking. On behalf of each of these families that we are praying for, we invite you in, knowing that when the God of love enters in, the most low, the one pushing hatred into the atmosphere there, must leave. We command them to leave right now in your name, Jesus. Let your presence fill these homes so that there is no emptiness there anymore. And all that there is is love, peace, joy, and your presence, Father. We pray that this be the atmosphere in every home that is part of this Brisbane prayer group. We pray also for their abundance in finances, that none of these families shall ever lack. All those that are jobless, Father, we speak a creation of new opportunities in the spirit. And we activate their angels. We call on their destiny helpers under the authority of the name of Jesus to come forth and to fulfill that which you have planned for these, your children. To connect them with these opportunities. That they shall not lack, that they shall not want, knowing that you are their shepherd. 
knowing that you shall provide all their needs in accordance with your riches in glory through Christ Jesus. We ask, Father, to teach us your principles, your ways, your kingdom laws. That they are no longer on the book, but they are on our hearts. As you mentioned in your word. And when your law is on our hearts and we understand your principles well, through that wisdom, we are able to engage your laws to, to emerge out <coughs> of all kinds of challenges. We pray also for all those that are battling any kind of strongholds over their lives, including poverty, including addictions, including any kind of wicked force that is sitting on the gates of their destiny, preventing it from opening, including all kinds of compulsive behaviors where they are kept under bondage, including mental health challenges. We come against each of these in your name, Jesus, and we declare all those chains of bondage broken right now. We command every such evil force to leave from them right now in the name of Jesus. We pray also for our own personal needs those of our families and our friends. Especially for all those members of our families and our friend circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet received your presence or Holy Spirit through the gift of salvation, that are still living in darkness, ignorance or under false knowledge. Quicken them, O oh Lord, and they shall call on your name this day. That you who dwell in the midst of the cherubim shine forth and reveal yourself to them. That their hearts be open to receive you and their lives, their steps be turned towards you. We now connect with you and join our spirit to yours as we make our prayer in the spirit. Knowing that when this prayer of agreement is made with the Father of all spirits, the Father who is able to work every miracle, the one that made everything in creation into its shape and form, He will also transform every ounce of darkness in every request that we are praying for into His light. We thank you, Father, that you have heard our prayer. And you have listened to us, that you always hear us. And as we release this, our faith and come in expectation, we shall also behold its manifestation. We thank you, Father, that this prayer is an answered prayer. We now release our faith and I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shanda papa papa Shanda papa papa Shanda papa 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 Shanda papa Sandia <laughs> <laughs> 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. The scripture being given today is Ephesians 3, 20 to 21. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to do far more abundantly than all that we asked or think, 
To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. The words that were then spoken to me. Look towards heaven and look at the stars. So shall your descendants be. Have faith and trust in me, your Lord and God. I love you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. And this is from 1 Peter 1 verses 15 to 17, where it is written. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. And if you call on the Father who without respect of persons judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a heads up on this Friday's Bible study session. Our topic this Friday is the Lord's treasure. The Lord's treasure. We will learn the fear of the Lord is his treasure and there are conditions that we must meet to have the fear of the Lord. We shall share links for people to join on YouTube or on Zoom later this morning on the WhatsApp group. Please share them with all your friends and family and invite as many people as you can. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, his everlasting love and that is jealously directed towards us and the favor that comes out of it, unmerited. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us, fulfilling everything in the Father's plan for our destiny. Let us be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank God, you, God bless everyone. everyone. God bless you and everyone.